This program is made possible by Bible Way Media, overseen by the Uliga Church of Christ in Uliga, Oklahoma. You are listening to Diligent Teacher with my mom, Lisa Ol. Hello, ladies. Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Teacher Podcast today. I'm your host, Lisa Earl. Last week, we thought about the past year and the things we can learn from it and the things that we can do better moving forward. And isn't that what life is really about? Always growing, always trying to do better than we did before. God doesn't want us to be stagnant. That is called being lukewarm. And in Revelation 3.16, it says that God will vomit us out of his mouth. In an effort to continue to grow and develop as God wants, I choose a word to really focus on each year. In the past, I have not done much in the way of New Year's resolutions because I always have held to the thought that if I need to change, I should do it when I realize it, not wait until the new year. But for the past few years, I have come to see it as more of a time to remind myself to reflect on the past and do better moving forward. My word for this year is self-control. Last week, I had given you my list of five things that I want to do better in the coming year. I hope you made your own list to have, and I also hope you will choose a word for yourself for 2023. But really, whether you participate in my little traditions or not is of no consequence, as long as you are moving forward as God would have you to do. These are just ways that I choose to help myself with that process. My word of the year directly correlates to my list of five things to do better with. And while your list will probably not look anything like mine, I want to share with you some of my thoughts of why I chose what I did, and maybe that will help you to springboard into your own reflections and thoughts on how to grow over the next year. The first item on my list is to make more time for real study in God's Word. Oftentimes, I fall into the rut of not doing, of only doing my daily Bible reading, and that's simply not good enough, especially for growing Christians. Hebrews 5 says that we need to be meat eaters. Verses 12 through 14 read, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God, and you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are full of age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. I want to be, and should be, a meat eater. I don't want to have to go back to only feasting on milk. Milk is not enough for someone who is growing. As an infant, our bodies can only handle milk, but as we get older, we need the nutrition from other foods to help us to stay healthy. It is the same with the Christian. We need to have a steady diet of the meat of the Bible. The milk is still useful, and we do need it too, but we should be feasting on much more than the first principles. And this ties into self-control beautifully, because making time to do the things that are really important requires self-control. Putting down the games, books, in my case sewing, takes self-control. We have to train ourselves to be Marys, not Marthas. We need to know what the good things are in life and realize that other things can wait. My second item on my list of five is to do better with podcasting this year. I think it is probably obvious that this item is closely tied to what we just talked about. Really, it could almost be a subset of it. Doing better with podcasting for me goes directly back to doing better with personal study. I always feel like I have more ideas or inspiration for these podcasts when I am studying more. 
Again, this is just a self-control issue. I need to train myself to put aside specific times to study and write lessons. This will help with figuring out topics, and it will help with the flow and overall quality of my podcasts. For you, this might be writing notes, class lessons, articles, blogs, or devotionals. Whatever it is, let's take the time to do it properly. My third item is to do better with my parenting. I would, it would do my daughter and me good if I would stop and think. In other words, use self-control instead of just reacting. There are times when things need to be dealt with immediately, but taking just a moment to assess and reason through situations would help us both. Ephesians 6 4 tells us to bring up our children in the training and the admonition of the Lord. Proverbs 22 6 says to train up a child in the way that they should go. And then in Proverbs 23 13 and 14, it says that if we correct our children, we could deliver their souls from hell. These are all things that I could do better with, and I aim to do so in the coming year. My fourth item is to think about others more. Everyone is busy with their own activities all of the time, but let's stop and think about how God wants us to be. I've heard it said that busyness is just another tactic of Satan. If we are too busy to think about anyone other than ourselves, then we are probably too busy to think about God much at all. Again, this is a self-control issue in that I have to make myself stop and dedicate time to do things for others. One of the ways I'm going to try to do this is to leave a bulletin on my bedside table. I usually keep them in my Bible, but if it is out and visible, maybe that will help me to remember the church and those that need to be checked on or might need help. There is always something more that can be done, and let's make the time to do it. My fifth and final item on my list is to love deeper. I saw a quote just this morning by Julie Gard- Judy Garland, and it goes with this topic. She said, We have a whole new year ahead of us, and wouldn't it be wonderful if we could all be a little more gentle with each other and a little more loving, have a little more empathy, and maybe next year at this time we'd like each other just a little more. I really love the sentiment here. Do we love others as Christ loved us? Do we have a sacrificial love? Many times we forget what a sacrificial love is. We know that it is Christ who gave his life in order to provide his blood to atone for our sins. But are we forgetting everything else Christ gave for us? What about the time and effort that he gave to teach others how to be pleasing to God? What about the healing and the feeding and the calming of the storms? Sacrificial love is so much more than just giving one's life. Yes, that is the ultimate, but we need to also give of our time and energy. We need to be able to put our own hobbies and interests aside in order to do for others what needs to be done. I'm going to leave you to your own thoughts at this time. I hope that through your own reflection over the last year, you have come up with some ideas for yourself to work on over the next year. I truly hope and pray that you are successful in your spiritual walk and that you have a year full of growth. Thank you for taking the time to listen, and always remember to teach them diligently. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. You can find out more about Bible Way Media at BibleWayMedia.org.